This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for 75 years. And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start this over again? One of the beauties of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Dave. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, January 11th, and this is episode 91 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. Uh, last week, or a few seconds ago, if you're in the chat room, uh, we concluded our battle for the most part with the drow and, and, and encountered some interesting stuff. Uh, so let's let Tinzian catch us up on where we are currently, and Dungeon Master, you are a go. Good evening, everyone. Uh, if you want to take a moment, you can hear a cat purring into uh, the microphone, and there is your Sorry. cat appreciation moment. Oh. So if you do hear purring, it's... Uh, an actual legit cat. In the previous episode, again, this is a week if you're getting the podcast, a couple seconds if you're in the chat room. So thank you for sticking around, chat room. Um, there was an encounter that took place where Xanatari and Thorn were able to find a hidden monster, dislodge it, destroy it, and somehow detonate it. Shortly thereafter, uh, Sabre, who does not appear to like being shown up by flashy demonstrations of either singing and or uh, detonations of monsters, uh, detonated what appeared to be a potential cosboid um, or some other similar nasty Lolf-inspired nightmarish creation. Um if you don't know what the Cosboid is, go back and listen to the previous episodes uh, from uh, last year where the Cosboid is actually discussed and dealt with. Sabre, you have stuck your sword into the rising mass of spiders and eyes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Channel lightning down it. Blew the thing to pieces. Uh, you are covered in not some nice stuff right now. There may be a few legit spiders that may have somehow avoided the detonation <laughs> that, that are now going to be crawling upon your person. Okay. Um, before I get to Cesar, as the creature detonates, there is some snarled, otherworldly phrase or intonation or curse that is shouted out from the mass before it ceased to exist on this or any other material plane of existence. It was, uh, sounds to have been drow and, um, has not some nice verbs to it, apparently. Do I recognize any of it as thorning? 
Um, yes, but a different culture, different development path. Um, you may want to trade some spices for a few of the words or something like that. Down the line. You sound yeah. very echoey, by the way, Thorn. Nothing's changed. Okay. Carry on. Okay. Says. Yes! You had a pre-paired uh, AOE spell set. Um, you've seen some some sort of drow come flickering in and out a couple times. It's really kind of pissed you off. You did your Dance the Crowbar last uh, episode. And suddenly there's like Sabre doing stuff. And then there's in front of Sabre as this thing detonates, you see... The drow for just a moment as the lightning goes off. Let's take it out. Okay. Alright, so, so I'll roll. Go ahead and explain what you were going to do again. The, the spell. Oh, right. And Different episode. Um, <laughs> Cesar had prepared. He has very few spells left after uh, the long battle, uh, sort of letting everything loose, but he has one left. It's actually the power he has with the largest area. It's an area burst 2 within 10 squares, so a 25-foot square area. Hmm? It targets uh, one creature in the burst of uh, his choice, as well as provides a positive effect towards one ally, which I guess would most likely be Sabre at this point. So uh, it uh, it's called Altered Luck, uh, and it's versus Will. Okay. So... Uh, 17 versus Will, with uh, whatever penalties would be in place, considering the fact that I can basically never see this thing. Okay. Uh, it goes off. What benefit does Sabre get? Uh, let's see. Sabre gets 8 temporary hit points, and a plus 2 bonus to an attack roll, a skill check, an ability check, or a saving throw before the end of my next turn. And the ally can use the bonus after determining the result of a roll. And it also does damage if it hits to the, the the creature in the burst that I choose. Okay, roll for damage. Okay. Twelve damage, and the target, if it hits, takes a minus two penalty to saving throws until the end of my next turn. Okay. Uh, looks like whatever was going on, um, the drow was also attempting to attack this mass. And uh, your damage either did something, or it appears to have been also detonated upon by the mass when it blew up. Okay, but it's still not near, not visible enough. <laughs> oh. Okay, just there for a moment. You sort of saw like it doing something, and then boom, and flick in, flick out. Okay. It's the longest it's been visible, though. Oh, okay. okay. I think I maybe got it! Sabre, you got Accordingly. What was that? You have benefits accordingly. Oh, okay. Alright. Uh, Zenitari and the Purr Box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that Thorn? What up? Well, um... Now my attention is on Sabre and see 
I didn't know what was going on. So seeing uh, Cesar suddenly turn to him and shoot him, like with a, this uh, extra healing spell, but it looks a little suspicious for someone who might not have been following uh, the attack by Sabre initially. Um, I mean, there's not much movement to do other than to react defensively and to try to assess the situation. I think she would be shocked by the turn of events happening so quickly and not really do much other than kind of pull away from Thorn and yank her hand onto the short sword and prepare. Uh. Um, by the way, with two detonations of monsters, it's gotten really loud in here. Hmm. There is quite the potential that this is going to attract things <laughs> to the scene soon. Fool of a tuck! <laughs> oh look, they brought a cave troll. <sighs> Alright. Um so you have so you have your weapon ready to be employed if needed. Is what I got from that sanitary, right? Yeah, basically just readiness stance, um seeing, you know, combat but not saying anything can do it this second and just making sure that Cesar's not uh just gone mad after his wild swing and decided to take out Sabre. Okay. Thorn? Mm-hmm. Uh, for your enhanced right. hearing, it is, it is, this place is just not happy. You don't like the underground bit going on here with the booms. Yeah, it's, it's really loud. Um, so, basically what I need to do is I need to compensate for the noise. Um, and focus on a single cone. Um, and it's, it's sort of something that, similar principle that I use to communicate with Fluffy uh, via vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I focus on a single tone that basically I use to, to um, I guess, um, let's try and keep this short because we know my internet is not happy. Um, so basically what I do is I, I use a tone to basically noise cancel. Um, a focus on that one tone, so instead of everything being explosive and, and really loud, um, it's sort of, it's like a dulling effect, and it, it's like wearing earmuffs, I guess, um, or, or noise-canceling headphones, or something like that, it's all just uh, very dull now, um, sort of, instead of exploding, it's it's popping and, and whatnot. Um, then, uh, my attention would still be kept on the spider that is uh, moving towards Sabre, um, I'm assuming it's on the roof. No, the the form that was growing that just detonated was the source of the other um, spider smell. Spider smell. Okay. Um, right. So I guess watching Cesar and Sabre, um, I guess I would kind of be. I know a little bit wary of what's going on. I mean, I'm not. I'm not too sure what what Cesar has just performed, or um, like I assume that the form that Sabre just uh, killed is is sort of concealed because Sabre is standing in front of it. Right. Um. So, in this case, uh, is there any other exits out of this um, cavern that we're in? I'd like to have a look around to see whether I can find a way out. Uh, yes. Behind you, um, far into the cavern, there is, um, another passageway out. And it becomes evident, by the way, since you mentioned Fluffy, um, when you hear 
or it's muffled, but there there's something shouted from the direction of whatever was advancing on Sabre. Um, mm-hmm. Buffy is, for lack of a better term, scared. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to, I guess, halt in my tracks. Um, I'm going to take a perception check and, and see which way is probably the safest way to, to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, 32 again for perception. Okay. Um, the way, the way that you haven't gone yet is probably still a viable path. Okay. Um, I'm going to, I guess, while Xanatari advances forward, I guess I'd sort of slow my, my pace and drop back into the shadows. Um, you know, that being my, my forte or my, my element. Mm-hmm. Um, call to, to, to Fluffy via another means, a silent means, um, by, like, pounding against uh, the rocks uh, mm-hmm. or, or the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a, a, a rhythm. Yeah. Uh, like three, like, sort of like Morse code, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and get Fluffy to come to me, and I'd wait for Fluffy um, to arrive. Fluffy's not moving. Fluffy's staying put and is looking very scared and almost agitated like it's going to strike. Um, how far away is he from me? Mm, you could get there in a movement. Okay, uh, I'm going to move to Fluffy then. Okay. Uh, you sense that if this was anyone else but you attempting to approach Fluffy right now, they'd get attacked. You mm-hmm. you don't, but Fluffy is reacting to you like you're going to hit Fluffy. No, no. Um, okay, so what I'm going to do is, um, again, sort of recognizing that sort of stance, um, having sort of become attuned with him, uh, I'd grab him by one of the um, pincers mm-hmm. and pull his head down to, to, to look at him in his many eyes mm-hmm. and... Um, just sort of scratch at the the back of, of the head there where it sort of joins the body, um, try, attempting to soothe him a little bit. Okay. Do you touch the corpse of the drow that it's got in any way, shape, or form? No. Okay. All right. Um, we'll let you do your soothing on uh, Fluffy for a while. And we've talked to Xanatari. Sabre. Yes. Good evening. Uh, after being showered with goo and spiders, and, and spiders and other Little bits, tiny spiders that can get into armor and big ones she, that can sit on your shoulder, and she will just sigh. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't even believe this is happening, and she will start. She'll reach into a pouch and pull out a. A ta- or one of the rags that she has in her towel, in her in her bag, and wipe her face off, and then start dealing with these spiders that are crawling all over, just flicking them off, squishing them, getting rid of them any way she can. Okay. Um, it's kind of weird though that uh, that spell or whatever went off. Well, you know, you're 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 feeling kind of emboldened for the spell, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but. Didn't seem to be really focused on whatever that 
minion thing was. You mean the mass? Yeah. Uh, so the spell that I cast wasn't focused on, or the one that Cesar did? The one that Cesar did. You know, you you you, you might have been punked there. He might have been trying to punk you. <laughs> you, She's you know, he, he was he was flailing around there. You may be having a a seizure moment, but uh, you know, you almost got punked there. It, she'll probably look over and give him a little side eye, like, "What the hell is going on?" Okay, it's been a very weird day. Okay. I am covered in spiders. I'm tired. I am not happy. Okay. Uh, Cesar? Yes. Boom goes the dynamite. Uh, it's been loud in here. Um, you know, the, the level of explosion seemed to be pleasing, but, um, (laughs) what's your thoughts? Well, aside from this mysterious appearing, disappearing drow, does there seem to be any other source of, like, a threat currently to Cesar? Uh, Thorn's at least ten feet away from you, so no. Okay, that's good. Okay. Um, well, since this thing seems to have superior concealment whatever, um, but yet it hasn't really seemed to affect any of us negatively. Scissor's going to just keep at the ready, but uh, not make any more active attempts, at least at the present moment, in terms of you know, striking out or, or any anything like that to uh, to find this, this creature. Alright. Then you just kind of keep it off on the, the back part of the brain for a little bit. Good. Okay, so, um, I know the party is all pretty extremely tired and so forth, but do you want to try to camp out here, or do you want to press forward and see if there's a better site for maybe some rest? Well, I think we might need to to take a break for uh, some period of time, at least. Uh, I don't know how much further we should go at this point. We, uh... Seem to have cleared up to this this point. I know we made some noise. I don't know if we'll be getting any more visitors here. Uh, what do the rest of you think? Um, I'm keen to move on. This is a a, a point of of noise and, and activity. If we stay here, we're probably going to be in trouble. Yeah, Zanatari would agree. Judging by Fluffy's reactions and everybody's general agitation, it's probably not the best place to. To survive a uh, ambush. Sabre <laughs> will flick a couple more spiders off her, and she'll look back and say, "Yeah, I I would agree with that as well. I feel the answers that we're all seeking lie further down this corridor, but staying here is probably not the best use of our time and/or safety." By the way, Zanatari. Mm-hmm. The whatever was shouted out before the creature detonated uh, seems to have just flickered up against uh, your uh, mental defenses. Hmm. Didn't set it off, but it felt like something that would. Okay. Um, but whatever was said seems to be so such an antithesis of your deity's belief 
But it actually really makes you angry that the air down here had to hear that. Okay. So I would consider this place somewhat tainted by that as well and be anxious to move on. Yeah, this is this is not a uh, not a good place. Okay. Uh Thorn. Yep. You've managed to get Fluffy to move with a mild degree of certainty. You don't mm-hmm. see anything that's going to come jumping down on you from the ceiling at this point in time, but you do make it over to the other passage. And that way does seem clear for at least up through around the first uh, bend. Okay. Um, I'm going to stealth and uh, move up the passageway. I want to see whether there's like another another room or something that we could probably stay in. So I'm going to scout ahead. Okay. Hang on a second. Alright. There is um, nothing for your initial scouting to uh, find. There has definitely been uh, a lot of foot traffic through here. The creatures mm-hmm. um, that you att- that attacked you, the drow, definitely came this way. There's a lot of dis- yep. disturbance in the bioluminescent um, sort of moss and things that are down here. So it's kind of kind of colorful a little bit, but you don't hear anything coming from this particular direction. Um, what sense do I get from uh, Fluffy by going down this route? Fluffy, I think, would rather be going anywhere but where that room was. Or more specifically, where that creature was that shouted something. Okay, so um, moving away is probably the best option. Fluffy, um, I, I, I think, becomes a lot easier and more itself the mm-hmm. further you go. Okay, so uh, I'm going to continue up the passageway, um, treading very very carefully not to leave any trails or, or um, signs that I, I pass through here. Okay. Sort of stepping where, where the drow stepped in order to um, disguise where I've, I've walked. Okay. Um, let's go to Xanatari. Well, I'm following the group, trying to stay toward the front, although I'm kind of letting maybe Thorn and Fluffy have the lead, as Fluffy seems to instinctively know kind of where he is, mm-hmm. the underground areas. Um, I'm happy to be away from the room and the nastiness there. Uh, the battle was rough, and Xenotar would be tired and looking for a place to rest, but wanting to make sure that it's defensible. Okay. So. Uh, speaking of the passageways that you're going through, there's some degree of work has been done down here to these passageways, whether magical or by physical mining, but they are all rather large to allow something the size of Fluffy Mm -hmm. to be able to actually move down here. They're that kind of big. Um, so that either A, in a large attack force, or 
something could come around and uh, come through here. Okay. Cesar? Yes? Um, you and your uh, invisible buddy, friend, imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not telling Thorne or else he'll give him some inane name. <laughs> totally true. Uh, share what's going on with anybody, or are you just kind of following along the rest of the party? Well, I mean, he'll give a, a general warning. I, I keep seeing this uh, this drow in the corner of my eye, like I said before. I uh, think I might have hit it uh, earlier. It, I don't know what it's what it is, or if it means us harm or not, but uh, just keep an eye out and, uh, and, and stay alert. And we shall call the drow glaucoma. <laughs> okay. Mm. Very good. Um, Sabre? Mm-hmm. Bring it up the rear? Yeah. Okay. Um, She'll pad after the rest of the group. Still flicking and swatting and trying to get the goo out of her hair. <laughs> Anything as far as uh, general commentary otherwise to... She'll just kind of slip into more of a just a defensive mode. She'd just keep her ears open and try to okay. calm herself down a little bit to get more attuned to her surroundings. Okay. She's probably been through, you know, the combat and everything. She's probably still pretty amped up over it. So, okay. any, any, any sort of interactions you want with the party since this is kind of the first little bit of quiet time since um, you hooked up with this motley crew? Uh, for the moment, no. She's probably still just trying to calm down a little bit and get rid of all the spiders. So, And just make sure that there's nothing else following or something they haven't seen yet. Okay. Um, I do know that all of you are have either expelled the vast majority of either your dailies or your main your main powers at this point mm-hmm. in time. So, um, the party, most of you so far, have said that you're looking for some degree of rest. And Thorn, would you be in agreement with that? principle as well, or are you kind of amped and pushy? No, I'm, I agree with that. I'm, what I'm uh, attempting to do is try and find a, a safe place to camp so we're not exposed. Okay. Um, so it's, it's, it's more so... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all of them at once. I'm everything. I am <laughs> omnipotent. Um, You're every woman. There's I am an independent black woman, and I don't need no man. <laughs> You stunned the dungeon master's feet. <laughs> no, I just didn't know if I wanted to just follow up with what I had to say after that one, but you know, we'll go. Uh, Thorin, just a couple times where your hearing has picked up with sounds like um, footsteps or things moving um, that you just didn't kind of like down certain passages. Mm-hmm. In general, you seem to be keeping ahead of noises and, and darting down different passages uh, somewhat blindly. Mm-hmm. You have encountered, and the rest of the party by proxy therefore has encountered, a couple places where you could have holed up 
but things just did not seem safe to you. They didn't seem like a good, uh, a good defendable or otherwise position. Mm-hmm. But after a good hour and a half of traipsing around through this, oh, by the way, uh, sorry, do you still have Bird out? Mm-hmm. Are you doing anything with Bird as far as Bird's light? I'm just using it to try to give me some ambient around where we're walking. Okay. Are you trying to rein in Bert's light at all, or are you just kind of letting Bert Bert? No, I'm just letting him be Bert. Okay. Very good. Uh, Cesar, are you still rocking the uh, sunrod? I think I tossed that. I was trying to throw it at the creature a while ago. Yeah. I didn't know if you went in and fished it out and... Uh, maybe, but I probably would have deactivated it or something. I don't okay. think he has it on him right now. Are you using anything for uh, for light? No. Cesar has low light vision and Bert's there, so... Okay. Yep. Coping. That works just fine. Counting on Thorn to be his eyes as much as... In terms of that kind of thing. Alright. Um... It takes you about an hour and a half, Thorn, but you are eventually able to find sort of a side, a very small side passage. Fluffy is going to need to locate Sanctuary in another area. Mm-hmm. Because Fluffy won't be able to fit in there. But the rest of the party can squeeze in, and there seems to be a small cave kind of budding off this passageway. Doesn't look like it's been used a whole lot, but there's past signs of long ago being used. Okay. About about three months. Alright, well, I'll dismiss Fluffy so he can go find his own uh, location to rest, and I may start to set up uh, a camp, so uh, drop my bags, um, do like a a scout of the the cave, make sure that it's all secure, um, and then probably post myself at the opposite cave entrance, the where the, the where the there were old signs of activity, mm-hmm. and um, and wait for the rest of the party. Okay. Um, for those who are coming up on to Thorn, uh, you actually see. Fluffy go up the side of the wall, and you can't really see what happens beyond, but sort of goes and tucks into a space. It's almost like a carved out niche or nook that if you didn't weren't looking at the right angle, you wouldn't see that it's there, but Fluffy just seems to know that that's there and, and goes up and suddenly vanishes um, up into what appears to be solid stone. Pretty clever trick for a giant spider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes you wonder what else can get through the uh, ceiling, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Good idea. Are you, anything that you want to do to investigate? Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would probably send Bert up there, see if I can uh, determine a better view of you know, what's above us. Mm-hmm. Bert's not going to go that far away from you. Okay. But, um, you know, casting some extra light or doing something along those lines uh, to maybe get some degree of reach to to do what you want to do. 
Um, there's kind of some clever optical illusions that have been worked um, to make this sort of parking area for, at most, three spiders would be able to fit up there. Okay. And it, it appears to be designed for that purpose? It appears to be designed for either ambush or, for lack of a better term, parking. Hmm. Okay. Um, since these passageways continue to be used to move, you know, built and designed for the purpose of moving large things or troops in mass. But it's it's pretty pretty impressive. Okay, then uh, as long as Fluffy's up there, sort of guarding our back, I won't worry too much about it. Okay. Uh, do you try to squeeze in and enter the cave? Yeah, I think I'll go first. Okay. Uh, you find Thorn in there, and what would you like to do once you're inside? Mm, I think I would put Bert away. Uh, I don't want to cast light into the corridor and uh, give away our position. Okay. Okay, very good. Uh, and then you can sort of not watch because it's dark in there right now. Um, Thorn moving around doing stuff to set things up. Mm-hmm. Cesar. Um, Cesar will uh, follow, and uh, as he's going, since he's uh, is he the last one in? Or has Sabre gone in? Oh. No, I haven't gone in yet. Okay, well he'll just go in then and uh, immediately start unrolling his bedroll and getting ready to Take a snooze. He took a little bit of a beating in that last fight, so he's ready to hit the hay. Okay. Aubrey? I will stop just outside the entrance and kind of take one last look around to make sure that nothing is either following us or coming this direction. And then head inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Cesar? Yes. You're really, really tired, but uh, you think you see something slip in either before or after. Um, stop. Well, I, this thing is in here. Uh, <laughs> I know you all think I'm crazy or senile, but I it's in among us. But I don't know if it means us harm. We uh, need to set a watch anyway, so whoever is... Up needs to keep an eye out for it too. Okay, I'll um I'll take first watch, Cesar. Good. I will take second. Okay. All right, Sabre. Mm-hmm. This uh, ragtag medley of a party that has somewhat been surprising to date uh, with their ability to to handle themselves under fire. Starting to get settled down. Um, they haven't booted you out of the camp, at least. So, what do you want to do once you get into the cave? Um, she will come into the cave, <clears throat> and once she kind of sees where everyone's settling, she'll find a place that she can kind of make her own place to bed down for the night and. You hear her utter what sounds like a small arcane phrase, and then 
her armor starts to un uh, weave itself from around her, like all those strips of blue and silver leather start untangling themselves and unweaving themselves from around her arms and around her chest. And after a few moments, she's standing there in what appears to be a full circle cloak made out of the same blue and silver panels. And she'll reach up and undo a uh, kind of a silver work uh, cloak pin. And bow, chicka, bow, bow. <laughs> you wish, old man. <laughs> Or man's a week. Yeah. <laughs> she'll just, she'll give this kind of uh, arched eyebrow look to Cesar as she takes the cloak off. But underneath, she's wearing a vest of the same color blue leather that her cloak's made out of, along with a pair of black pants and a uh, silver tunic. And she'll just look at the, the cloak that's still covered in nastiness and art use a uh, prestidigitation to clean it off and then fold and it up nasty. and <laughs> use it up as a uh, as a bed or as a mat to kind of sit down on and she'll uh, just kind of fold herself down onto it and look out to everyone and and uh, she'll calmly say it's been quite the day i think for all of us we've uh, <laughs> experienced some very strange things but i'm glad that we all managed to find our paths together on this one i don't know quite how that happened but i believe that ultimately that we will find what we're seeking and i think we'll be able to do it much easier together if you wouldn't mind me continuing on with you by the way, any reaction to uh, Cesar's repeated warnings? She's concerned, but I don't know that she really knows what to do with that at the moment. Okay. Um, since, you know, we've had all these explosions and spells going off and everything else, I just I don't think she really could figure out what else she could add to to doing that. Okay. Um, anybody have any reactions to what Sabre said and or final reactions before uh, rest period? Hmm. Oh. Go ahead. That's right. Go first. At this point, Zanatari doesn't even remember why we're here. We came to discover the source of the drow. We sort of <laughs> did that. You know, now we're down into the heart of the drow for some unknown reason trying to you know, she's beginning to, to see the vastness of the possibilities of these caverns, and maybe it's not just a matter of, you know, 30 drow, maybe there's hundreds and hundreds of drow, and, you know, are we going to fight them all to determine what their purpose is? We've pretty much killed everyone, and we haven't tried to capture anyone, we haven't tried to come up with any information, so I think at this point she's feeling kind of baffled as to what we're going to do from here. Um, we encountered Sabre and really didn't have a chance to find out what her reason for being here was other than she was seeking um this this guy that was holding Cesar and and something about that so i think that Zantari is going to be impatient and start to like demand answers in the most polite way possible (laughs) (laughs) yeah are are you going to start your interrogation of sabre now for 
Uh, well, I sir. am in the process of getting, you know, cleaned up as best as possible with the limited resources of water we have and, uh, you know, putting down my bedroll and whatnot. Um, you know, probably putting Bert underneath his shirt so he's like a really dim night lamp. Um, okay. and, and I will turn to Cesar and, and just, you know, <laughs> be like, so, uh, um, what happened back there? That was some interesting dance moves. I've never seen you react quite that way. You know, what was going on? I was a bit occupied myself. Well, I've, I've told you, I keep seeing this, this drow appear, disappear. And, uh, I, uh, kind of, uh, ran out of options and, uh, went to smack it unsuccessfully. It's hard to hit what you can't see. I think you've had one too many health potions, my friend. <laughs> I can hold my own. I don't know about you, though. <laughs> okay. Well, um, being concerned about this drow, but at the same time realizing that there's nothing we can do should he try to kill us, um, we haven't been able to stop him so far. I guess uh, I would just put my back against the wall and face the door, and then uh, turn towards Sabre and, and just say, you know, well, thank you for fighting with us. We never really got a chance to find out, you know, our mutual goals, but obviously I think we're on the same side. Uh, and what what is what is your purpose here? What are you seeking? Well, when the council heard of the attack on Winterhaven. Uh, unfortunately, while Dro attacks are unfortunate, there are many of them. But when later news reached us that these could have been aligned with the cult of Orcus, or they may have actually found one of their artifacts, that was a cause for concern. So that's why they uh, sent me. To just at the just at the mention of the um, the artifact and, and what surprise saying, I would sort of I wouldn't actively turn to to listen, but like the enhanced hearing, I guess one of my mm. ears would sort of perk up and and turn to listen to to what surprise saying. Okay, mm -hmm. quite carefully. Yeah. And while she's talking, she will pull out some uh, a roll from her pack, which is cleaning and sharpening materials for a sword and start cleaning that up after the day before she puts it away. But she'll do that while she's talking. And she said, after I set out, when I arrived in Winter Haven and ascertained what had happened, um, it seemed the next logical course to find out those who were most directly involved with it. And that's what set me on the path to find you. And here we are. Are you expecting to somehow make it to the heart of the drow? How will you survive the the incoming hordes? Well, that's the question. Is is it an incoming horde? Is it one group that's splintered off and is doing this? I think that's what we don't know. Um, I'm certainly not going to take on the entire drow empire. That's, that's uh, a little suicidal. Um, but... You know, I think that's what lies ahead of us is to find out just how, what what exactly is going on here and how far does it reach. If it's some massive plot, then of course I don't, I don't think any group could take care of that. But if we could get that information to the right people, 
Makes sense. I would turn to Thorn and, uh, <laughs> ever opaque as he is, uh, kind of gesture at his form and say, are you, are you planning to stay a wolf all day? <laughs> are you going to, is there a reason that you're going to stay in your wolf form? Mm, better to watch the darkness. By the way, Cesar, this is a side note. Um, since you're in such a sort of hypertension mode, you'd probably actually maybe see uh, Thorin's ear kind of flick around um, when the artifact is mentioned. Great. <laughs> um, Cesar sort of stop is done telling other people about it, so he goes... <laughs> starts muttering under his breath and lays down and rolls over and pretty much immediately falls asleep. Okay. <laughs> Someone shut him up. He's going to give us away. I'm going to walk over and, like, dump my cloak on his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and then I'll, I'll be happy with the, that noise and then I'll go back and I'll, I'll continue to watch the uh, second cave entrance okay um Thorn mm -hmm. as, you, as, as you're looking out uh you, you kind of notice that through the crack um, especially with your little light vision that you've got, the drow that was uh, dead that um, Fluffy had mm -hmm. is kind of dangling in front of um, the cave entrance. Sort of in the, hey, you want a bite? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll sort of I'll make a face like, uh, e no thanks, um, and I'll, um, <coughs> I'll, I'll, I'll push it away just sort of like, so it's, it swings out. Okay. Alrighty. So the, uh, the corpse is dragged back up into, up into the rocks and, um, there's no further movement or sound from up above. <laughs> Anybody have crunch, any crunch, crunch. any any other closing thoughts or comments before the party um, goes through the watch cycle and resting? Okay. Nope. In that case, um, if there's any potential encounters, we'll deal with them at uh, the next time we record. So, Xanatari, if you would please take us out. Okay, thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathdefortisano.com. Find us on Twitter or listen on iTunes, hopefully. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews and relationships between gamers at genesee.com or signalsmedia.com. We also encourage you, if you'd like to donate to the show, the support of the site and basic domain update, uh, you can go to deathsyfortisonor.com and look on the right-hand side where there are options to choose that or whatever don't denomination you want. 
Join us for a worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. Thank you, chat room. And if you are new to the chat, please subscribe. We come back every Friday at 1030. Thanks. This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?